Giants presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick. And we've got our first second divisional game of the year preview. Giants versus Cowboys. This is our first time playing a divisional rival for the second time this season. Justin, it's a very different Giants team from that Dallas game. You know, that it was a Kadarius breakout game, really. You, you know, like the breakout breakout game, and then he fought. Um, Daniel Jones died in that game, but the Dallas Cowboys are a different team too. So, um, I think both teams are worse, but the Giants are just significantly more worse. Justin, how are you? I don't know, man. Uh, Cowboys are, I mean, sure. Maybe they're not as, you know, the, the flat out unstoppable kind of like, like we thought earlier in the season, but they're still, I think a top five football team in the national football league right now. And I think their defense has only gotten better. Um, I'm doing all right, Bobby Skinner. Uh, I'm ha- I'm excited that this Giants game is home this weekend, and that's basically it. Um, I'm excited that I get to go to MetLife. I'm excited I get to hang out with some with some good people. And if you're going to be at the Dallas game, come by L16 uh, before the game, hang out with Snacks and I and some friends. We'll have some brewskis and stuff. So um, that's about it. That's all I'm excited for, though. I'm excited for our, our some of our new friends. We got Adam, just Adam with no name. Um Maybe his wife, his name is Eve. I don't know. And then we got Jack, Jack O'Shea. O'Shea. I feel like that sounds so familiar. O'Shea. 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 Well, I feel like that's an Irish name. I don't even know. But J- Justin, who are these cats? These cats went to patreon.com slash talking giants. $2 a month plus some other tiers if you want. Uh, you get some magnets or stickers Bobby Skinner sent to you in the mail. You get to hang out with us while we record the shows live, which, hey, you know, maybe not throughout the season. Maybe it's not such a fun perk to hang out with us after the game when we're all sad. But, you know, when some general manager news breaks, I think you're going to want to be there with us and reacting. So, patreon.com slash Giants. You also get shirt raffles twice a month. Get an opportunity to win some shirts. Thank you to our patrons. Love you. Bam. Um, and Jack was in the $10 world beater tier. How about that? Whoa. All right. Um, let's. Our entire DB room is missing. <laughs> um which is worrisome going into this game because they have an awesome wide receiver tree. Obviously we all know with, with Amari, CD lamb and, uh, and, and Michael Gallup. And then even Dalton Schultz is a pretty solid tight end. Um, so Adore's hurt and COVID Darnay's hurt and Robinson actually has COVID. Now McKinney, it, it looks, I guess McKinney's going to play. He's going to, cause he's just like, he's unvaccinated. So he's, Gets put on the high risk, and then so he has to do like two negative tests. So, but it looks like McKinney's going to play. But this is a, a pretty bad matchup, as far as I mean, we're going to have like Jaron Williams. Like, who's going to 
don't, there's, I mean, there's who's a Dan Duggan. Who's going to start? Is do do they put? I guess Joe, Julian Love. Um, I don't I don't know who starts at corner. Jaron Williams is with the nickel corner, and I guess Stephen Parker maybe will go out on the outside. There's um there's a Dan Duggan tweet where he was defensive backs on the Giants active roster participating in today's practice. You have Bradbury, so he's going to be on Cooper Lamb, you know, alternate. Um, Keon Crossan, but he's pretty much only a special teamer. However, he was out there. I think what didn't he have a pressure or a sack this year? Um, Logan Ryan, safety. Julian Love, safety. Safety. J.R. Reed, and then they're you know obviously you said they're sounding uh optimistic about Xavier McKinney playing. So yeah, that's it. Um, you know, are they, you know, are they going to do a little bit what they did in 2020 when Patrick Graham was a little bit more dedicated to playing single high safety where Logan Ryan can come down and play corner if that, if need be, I don't know. It's, it's a mess. It is a flat out mess right now, but definitely Julian Love is going to be playing corner this game. Yeah, I guess Julian Love plays corner, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess you put you put Love at corner and then safeties McKinney and and Ryan. Um, but this this is a uh, mess. Yeah, the Giants the Giants just as a team right now are just a huge mess. Like that's a good way to describe them is they're just it's just a huge mess yeah. right now. I, I I haven't seen it like this, and this is the third year of this podcast. I don't think I've ever seen the team in this state where it's just like it's just broken. It's like there's no like let's. There's like no like thought of winning, like I it's I don't know I just I feel like I haven't seen this team in this state in a long time. No, no total total disarray. I mean the teams even the team's best players are struggling with injury. You know we said Adore there was a point in the season where we said Adore Jackson was the defense's MVP. He's hurt. Leonard Williams even just without being called a defensive MVP, you can make an argument that he is the defense's best player. You know, is he is he going to be a warrior and try to play this weekend? I would side no, but the fact that there we had a conversation on Wednesday like he was out for the season and giving a salute away to Leonard Williams, and now he's like possibly going to play this weekend. He's a freaking nutcase. Um, you know, they were talking about Andrew Thomas even today in some in some coach quotes and like, hey, you know, he's still going through that ankle injury. Yeah, he's still and battling through the ankle, and you could see it too. Yeah, and Kenny Galladay is probably just going through stuff every week. Total disarray. And I said a, a good way to describe uh, Kadarius Tony's rookie season is Murphy's Law. What can go wrong will go wrong. Well, for the Giants right now, I'm not even talking about the Giants this season, but the Giants right now, they can't even get their health and their injury right at this time of the year just to get them somewhat on track or somewhat competitive in a game. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be bad. Yeah. I mean, COVID's killing the whole NFL too right yeah. now. Yes, that is true. Um, But the Dallas team, let's talk about it a little bit. So I, I looked at the Dak splits <clears throat> of first eight games and then the last four games. First eight games, Justin's completing 70.2% of his passes. Last four, 63.9. That's down 7% essentially. He's averaging 32 less yards per game. Yards per attempt. Yeah, that's the first key thing. First eight, 8.1. Last four, 6.1. That's oh. a huge difference. Yeah, because at least first, if the if the completion percentage was down a little bit, I'll be like, oh, maybe the yards per attempt are more. Yeah, no, that's uh, it's not great. First eight, 20 touchdowns, five interceptions. Last four, four touchdowns, five interceptions. He's been late and inaccurate. Like, he's just... I, I don't know if it's the it's dealing with the calf injury or whatever, but he's been inaccurate and he's like he's been late on stuff. And Tyler Tyron Smith is out. Z uh, you know Tony Pollard probably is going to be out. 
and 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 Zeke hasn't even averaged four yards per carry in any of the last five games, like individually, not like as a season. Like this Dallas offense, last time we played, I said was the most deadly offense we're gonna play all year. I agree that it was at that time. Now it's not. It's like a very, I don't know. It's 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 like they're doing Dallas things again, where they they start out super hot and then they kind of fall back down to earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now. Odds are they won't do that against the Giants. Um, odds are the Giants are going to be their get-right game. Um, you know, the Giants, uh, Giants were the Chiefs' get-right game when you look at the <laughs> the scope of the scope of their season and kind of how, how how they went right. Um, I'm still I still do rank Dallas as a top five team in the NFL right now, though, because you've seen a lot of, a lot of teams in the NFL. A lot of teams in the NFL have went about like kind of besides the Bucks and besides the Patriots. A lot of teams have went on like a hot stretch and then like a little bit of a cold stretch. Okay, so let me just ask but you this. But we've seen Dallas do this a million times too. I know, I know, but I, I you know, part part of me, I don't know, I part of me wants better to Better than the Rams, better than the Cardinals, better than the Packers, better than the Bucks. That's just four NFC teams. You're you're saying that Dallas is better than those teams or no, those I'm saying teams? they're not. Oh, they're not. All right, so Buffalo, who it's kind of wild how Buffalo like Buffalo's made this. better. Buffalo's okay. You think Buffalo's better? New England's better. Tampa Bay's better. Um, is Kansas City better? Yes. Yes. They All beat right. them like a couple weeks ago. So then the next team, if you're going to count that Los Angeles Rams, Arizona, um, and some other teams are are like Dallas is better than them, then I would still say that you're looking at Dallas being like the fifth team if you had to make power rankings. I'd want it. I because you have Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo ahead. And then Green Bay is better. Kansas City. All right, so the Rams still are better. The Cardinals are better. I would I would put Dallas third, and I, and I'm kind of better. I would put Dallas third. I would put Tampa Bay, New England, and, I, and then I genuinely would put Dallas, and then Buffalo, Los Angeles, That's and then insane. some of the other teams. Um, I, I I really would. So, and it's because of their defense. I mean, really, that's that's the main thing is that while their offense has been, you know stabilizing whereas the first stretch of the season like Dak Prescott was playing at like that MVP level he's come down but I think that defense and in particular Micah Parsons has just lit the NFL on fire and Micah Parsons there's a good argument for him not just to be that defensive rookie of the year but you know just defensive player of the year you know overall you know um so there's a good argument there and I think that's why they're so deadly because they have both sides of the ball when they're operating at their best they're really really good yeah, it's. I mean, Micah Parsons is balling twelve sacks, seventeen tackles for a loss right now. Where it's just, I mean, those are unreal numbers, especially for like a rookie, let yeah. alone just just anybody in general. And then you know, Randy Gregory's, you know, he's he's impacting as a pass rusher right now. So it's a bad matchup for the offensive line. And it's, and it's it. I wish that we could get Micah Parsons versus Andrew Thomas, but we're probably not going to see that at all. We'll see like a. We'll see like four or five reps of that maybe where Parsons is going to line up over the right tackle and then on the inside and that linebacker. Um, so, you know, where you couldn't stabilize him. But their, I don't know, their defense doesn't scare me that much either as far, if I was not the Giants offense. Where it's like they give up a ton of yards, but they're second in turnovers. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, I feel like they're kind of the same defense that we played week week five where like we were able to move the ball versus dallas week five it was just they got turnovers and and were able to outscore us yeah yeah they're third in the nfl right now in in, uh, defensive dvoa um whereas the dallas offense is eighth so they've taken a little bit of a of a downward turn so 
Um, they're a dangerous team, and I, I'm I'm actually excited to see like as the offensive has kind of curtailed off if they can find themselves you know towards the latter end of the season and you know during the during the playoff stretch. But um, you know we're talking about this Dallas team, I think just overall because we can't really talk about how this Giants team is going to do against the Cowboys because there's just there's no expectations on either side of the ball. So I don't know, Mike Lennon's going to light it up though. Yeah, or we could talk about this since we kind of. We kind of poo-pooed on the whole Jake Fromm playing idea on Wednesdays and now on, on Wednesday show, and now it's being reported that oh, there's he's he's getting close to playing. Um, do we think? Do you think we see him this week? No, I think we see him next week. I don't. I don't know if we'll ever see him. Uh, here's what's going to happen: we're going to we're going to clamor for Jake Fromm. We're going to clamor for Jake Fromm. This is. I mean, this is. Uh, tell me, I'm wrong. Just, come on, we got. Let's play Jake Fromm. Let's see what we got on Jake Fromm. We'll see what we got on J- Jake Fromm. Comes in, sucks, and people are like, "Oh, this guy sucks." Mike Glennon's better than this guy. Put Mike Glennon back in. That's exact. I mean, they did it to people. Did it to Matt Parrott last week. I mean, look at how, how bad have we seen Nate Solder be all last year, all this year, and then Matt Parrott comes in and has a bad run rep, and we're like, "Oh yeah, this is why this guy's not playing." Yeah. After That's, seeing after seeing Matt Parrott for four games at left tackle and clearly seeing that he's better than Nate Solder, not not good, but um, you know it's, it's recency bias. That's what's going to happen with Jake Fromm if we yeah. do if we do end up seeing him. I guarantee it. That's why I'm not pulling the trigger and saying just play Jake Fromm because I know that's what's going to happen because I know Mike Lennon's going to be better than Jake Fromm. I'm just surprised the coaching staff is thinking about it and they've publicly said it. Well, he got it. Jerry Shuplinski was asked if he's like getting ready to play, and Jerry, he's like, yeah, he's getting closer every week. You know, he's, you know, I didn't take much into that. I guess th- there was somebody who had a report saying that they're getting that. I, I take a little more stock into that than I yeah, do Jerry Sh- the coaching staff. Yeah, um, saying that he might play. I don't know. But. If it's a blowout this week, I think we may see it. But yeah, know. we'll we we'll might see it in a blowout. But like my. my I'm 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 staying on the Mike Lennon train for the rest of the year. Yeah. Like Mike Lennon's my quarterback for the rest of the season. Yeah. And I also don't understand how No, I get it. Like I I guess you could say Colt McCoy was not as bad as Mike Lennon, but the the putting Colt McCoy on this backup quarterback pedestal that's happened the last couple of weeks because of how bad Mike Lennon is and using that era, using that Seattle game as like the example as to why Colt McCoy is a better quarterback than Mike Lennon. If Mike Lennon had a running game and had a defensive performance like Colt McCoy did against Seattle, guarantee you Mike Lennon would be able to do what Colt McCoy did last year. I guarantee you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, versus Seattle? I mean, Colt McCoy yeah. didn't do anything in that game. Yeah, exactly. But what But what did Colt McCoy do last year as a backup quarterback outside of winning well, the Seattle That's what Colt game? McCoy did this year with Arizona. Oh, well, again, that's... Way different circumstances. I mean, you know how it goes. The, the first, you know, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. You know, next year's backup QB will be like, man, this guy wasn't as good as Mike Lennon. Man. Um. Do we got anything else before we go into the segments? No. Um. Really, how many games do we have left? Four. Four. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy rooting for the Giants. There's four games left. Football is a different. I said this last week. I'm gonna probably say it every week. Football is a different sport than any other sport. Most other sports, I should say. You know, baseball. There's 162. Basketball. There's 80 plus. Um, you know, uh, hockey. There's 80 plus. We get 16 of these, and then eight of these at home. 
I'm gonna root for the Giants. I'm gonna enjoy myself, and uh, you know that's 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 about it. Well, not everyone has club seats like you. That is true. That is true. Thank you, DraftKings. We'll talk about that. But before we welcome on Danny King, uh, Bobby Skinner, we got to talk about Roman. When the moment for intimacy arrives, you need to be ready. You got to be Roman ready. Whether you've been in a relationship for years or you're just getting started, having the confidence that comes from preparation means you're free to enjoy the moment when the moment comes. Bobby Skinner, you're down in the dumps. You're sick. And even though you're probably not contagious at this point, you may be like down in the dumps for a while. So if you're meeting a nice lady or if you got somebody that's coming over, you may need a little bit of extra support and you may need a little bit of a kickstart. And I think Roman may be exactly what you need. And even though you're far from the ordinary, which Bobby Skinner does have a scroll growing on his face, the truth is, is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys aged 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. I want you to get Roman or go to GetRoman.com slash JohnBoy right now to speak with the U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction and get $15 off your first month of treatment. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional, they're going to work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, ships to you free with two-day shipping, and it's discreet. Getting started simple. GetRoman.com slash JohnBoy. Complete that online visit GetRoman.com slash JohnBoy today. If you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this winter. Be ready. Roman ready. I've been watching Cops a lot. Yeah. I saw on the Talking Giants YouTube, you searched full episodes of Cops. <laughs> well, I, I on Friday night, they were... The old, like, early 2000s, late 90s episodes of uh, Cops is... I feel like it's some of the best television of um, ever, you know? Yeah. And so on. it was on Friday night, and, you know, I, I was sick, and I had just been, like, watching, like, Comedy Central, and so I was like, oh, cops. So I got on it, and it's, like, it's hard to find on TV anymore. So I just was watching old, old I just YouTubed it, and, like, last night I was just watching old cops. They're so funny, dude. The, <laughs> the new ones sucked, though, because, like, they put so much production into it. Mm. And, and they, gotta look be for, they look for a lot more serious, like, crimes. Where it's like, man, let's just, just go around to, you know, freaking Tampa and Jacksonville and and find drunk people. And there's there's just some really good episodes <laughs> in there. And the one I, I posted it on Twitter where the guy's like, all right, here we go, here we go. Like, he's just like, knew what was... What was his name, Peter? Uh, Craig. Craig. Who's Peter? What's your name, Craig? Um, Get it together, Craig. <laughs> It was lying was, down. Was he was he laying down on the floor of the cop car? Or was he laying down on the seat of the cop car? On the on the bench, the seat. On the seat. Um, so, you know what's yeah. on my brain? You know what's on my brain right now? You, you have you ever heard of Side Talk NYC? Yeah, isn't that these, the the Bing Bong weirdos? Yeah, the the Bing Bong. It's not first of all not weirdos. Um, they they go to like Coney Island all the time. He's like this one dude's like. I want to go to Coney Island for the Fourth of July. This one dude's like, yeah, that, that is true. Uh, th- I feel like that's like a cultural thing for us at this point. Like, it's part of our brand, the Glizzies. Um, I went to Long Island on the Glizzy at, at the Islanders game. But this one guy on the side talk video, this one guy asked him, if you saw Joe Biden right now, what would you do? Joe Byron, I would give him a big kiss. And that's what's on my brain right now. Wow. Wow. All right, let's, um, let's welcome on Danny King. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. 
Alright, we now welcome on Danny King for weather and trivia. I'm here. I'm here, yes, yes, yes. I uh, heard it might rain. I saw them throwing wet balls. Excuse me? I, I, that really concerned me because, like, like if it's going to rain, don't let it rain because this team's already terrible as it is. I want to be able to sit in nice weather and watch the Giants You're on going to the game, Danny King. I am, yeah. That's if why. you do not seats. come... If you do not come to L- yeah, Danny King was not invited to the box seats. Um, Unbelievable. If you do not come to L sixteen, which is not as far of a walk as K, that is true. I will disown you. I, oh, damn, I, I can't let that happen. I got a sweatshirt I got to deliver to you as well. So we'll this do like is a, true. This is we'll, so do, true. We'll, we'll do like a cool jersey exchange. Uh, the weather for Sunday it's gonna be cold, but it's gonna be sunny. It's gonna be forty three degrees, clear skies. The wind, nothing. It might be a little crazy. The wind. It's not. It's like. 10 miles per hour but i'd rather take that sun and wind than like rain and wind any day of the week so give me that weather every single sunday and 80 twice. degrees here right now yeah, I, have, I have a question what's the it's weather gonna be hot. like for me in the suite nah probably media uh, not me it's just like rich it's gonna be like filled with like rich people it's gonna be annoying like that oh yeah yeah, yeah snack, the weather's gonna snacks. be uh snobby yeah, yes. it's not snobby snacks myself and his brother are yeah we're we're really gonna put in a very rich environment oh yeah yeah i i hope snacks is able to get the, the boys kicked out of the club that would give me a good laugh snacks may cost us our DraftKings sponsorship this weekend that that I, may that may happen <laughs> you know you gotta do what you gotta do uh trivia this week john we're on time crunch over here from 2001 to 2021 which new york giant player has had the most fantasy points in a single game eli manning is not the answer that's just a fact of life but fantasy against points in a single game and against the cowboys my apologies yes okay. yes against the cowboys I want to. Um, I almost want to say Victor Cruz. All right, Bobby, do you have an answer? Oh, uh, that's freaking what it is, Victor Cruz. I'll just be different and say Brandon Jacobs. You guys are unfortunately both incorrect. The answer this week was Plaxico Burris, 2007, Week One against opening the Dallas game. Cowboys opening game. First one of the Eight. first plays of the season. I think it was the first offensive play of that season. Plaxico Burris caught a huge post from Eli Manning, and that's how that season got started. Damn yep. it! Eight catches, 144 yards, three touchdowns to get 32 points on the game. Victor Cruz was second in that. Uh, category though he had 29 points in 2013 against the dallas cowboys where he had five catches for 118 yards and also free touchdowns bam all right let's do the fantasy <laughs> draft <clears throat> the order is the order of what our standings are right now i'll be going first danny second justin third um danny you are 0.9 points behind me right now so literally less than a point it's been getting close and close every single week um, and then Justin, who won last week with 42.9 points, he's 57 points back. I'm picking first this week. I'm going CeeDee Lamb. I mean, my big board is pretty Dallas heavy right now. CeeDee Lamb has been the consi- most consistent player for them uh, all season long. CeeDee Lamb is pick number one for me. See, easy as that. We all agree? Yeah, I, I made a big board this week. That's how serious I am right now because this is the only thing we have to look forward to with the Giants this week. At, at the rest of the season now is these fantasy points well you're finishing in last so, okay, okay wow well, you, hey, i guess justin hasn't made the comeback uh my second pick uh i'm gonna have to go with amari cooper i mean he's he last time he played the giants he got 15 points it was a rough week oh no no he had 16 points last week he had like some down weeks here and there but this could be a week that he could just explode and bradbury's hasn't been the same bradbury so i would take uh 
Amari Cooper this week for my first pick. He was number two on my big board, so good pick. Justin, you got back-to-back picks. Um, This is honestly just a question of am I going to take a giant? Mm, I am. I'm going to take Kenny Galladay. Oh, Galladay. Wow. Yeah, why not? He had um, zero catches for zero yards. Somebody's got to catch the ball for the Giants. And maybe this is the week where Kenny Galladay gets his first touchdown. Um, Diggs allows a lot of yards. That's the talking point, right? But he forces a lot of turnovers. So give me Kenny Galladay, and then give me Ezekiel Elliott on the come around. He has an average. He hasn't hit four yards per carry in the last five games. Well, guess what? You're playing the Giants' run that defense. Is fair. You know? That is fair. This is going to be the get-right game. <laughs> that is fair. That is very fair. Uh, my next pick, I'm surprised he's actually here. I'll be honest, I had him second on my big board for some odd reason, maybe because I just doubt Amari Cooper's ability when he plays the Giants. It's Michael Gallup. I got to take Gallup here. Like Bobby said, this is a very Cowboy-heavy week for me because I just can't take it. I was kind of tempted to take Pollard, but it doesn't seem like he's going to play. And if he does play, then good whoever takes him. But Michael Gallup is my second pick this week. Yeah, I don't think Pollard's going to play. Literally, my big board was Lamb, Cooper, Gallup as the top three. Um, and then Zeke f- was fourth. Um, I'm not even going to do the, oh, giant thing. I'm going to go Dalton Schultz with my second pick. He's been like, he's like a solid tight end. Like, he's what I look for in a tight end, Dalton Schultz, where he's just a solid player does everything like you know catches the ball gets good can get a good amount of yards can block like Dalton Schultz is like what my tight ends I want my tight ends to be and I'm deciding between Saquon and Sterling Shepard here um and I don't know if Mike Lennon and Shep have a good connection Saquon's gonna get the ball yeah I'm going Saquon Barkley with my third pick yeah Man, I really wish, uh, <clears throat> what's his name, Kadarius Tony could play in this game because him and Glennon just dominated the Cowboys when he came in. Granted, they really did. Like, it short be, notice. I might have like, picked it 1-1 if we had Kadarius Tony, but yeah. we're never going to see Kadarius Tony ever again. And then, uh, yeah, you brought up the good point. Yeah, we probably won't at this point. You brought up the point about Sterling Shepard. I don't know of their connection. And, I mean, like, when he, when they played in Miami, they had a decent connection going. I'm going to take Evan Ingram. I, I'm more high on Ingram with Glennon than I am uh, Sterling Shepard, if I'm going to be honest with you. Now, this might be one of those takes where it's like, oh, Sterling Shepard. I could see Ingram like, having a huge game. Just, I'm going to take Ingram this week. I honestly had Ingram over Galladay and Schultz. That's just me. Last two picks. You know who has been, like, I sneaky better than Evan Ingram when it comes to like an EPA and a CPOE basis where somebody actually just sent me this chart this week. Oh, Kyle Rudolph, (laughs) which shocked me. He had a big play last week. I'm going to take Kyle Rudolph. Why not? Why not? And my final pick will be Tony Pollard. I am down by 60 points. um, And he did practice today, Thursday, um, now, you could do some stuff on the side and you could practice and still not play, but the fact that he did practice on a Thursday and it's the last pick and this probably won't, you know, all the Cowboys are basically already taken, give me Tony Pollard. If he plays, that's big for me. I can't believe there's someone that's still on the board. Danny. 
Yeah, I'm probably not gonna take who you're thinking of, Bobby. Here, uh, I'm gonna rock with the man that has lead in the NFL and drops according to PFF with a high, very high drop percentage. That is uh, Darius Slayton with the one of the lowest passer ratings when targeted. <laughs> There's, I, I don't know. I mean, at this point, I was kind of tempted to take Corey Clement if Pollard doesn't play, but I was like, in the end, I'm just gonna take Darius Slayton. Hopefully, he'll catch a football. I, you guys all forgot about Sterling Shepard. Oh, that's funny. That is true. That is true. That shows like, there's how. There's no way you guys just forgot about Shepard. You didn't ignore him, did you? No, uh, no. It was definitely more forgot, to be quite honest. Even though I think I legit mentioned Shepard maybe like two, three minutes ago. I said his name and I just completely skipped over him. But it is what it is. Because you you played the mind games of you mentioned Shepard's name while you picked Saquon Barkley. Um, it really so, wasn't that supposed to be that big of a mind game. But kudos, so I'm taking Sterling Shepard. Oh yeah, Take obviously. Me. Hey, I I hope Shepard goes off, but what has Shepard done this year to like at least with Glennon? He hasn't done anything with Glennon. Shepard's only played that was like, like what two his, games? Six, his sixth game on on a Sunday. Sh- Shepard has been absolutely. <clears throat> did he did Shep play versus versus Miami? He did not. So, no. right? No, no, you know he didn't. All right, to recap: C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, Saquon Shep for me. Danny has Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, who. Had zero catches, zero yards, basically every game now. And then Justin has Kenny Galladay, Zeke, Kyle Rudolph, and Tony Pollard. All you guys picked all those guys before Sterling Shepard. All right, Giant Factors. <clears throat> My Giant Factor this week is COVID-19. Because we need <laughs> Dak or somebody big on the on the Cowboys to get COVID-19 for the Giants to win. Um, so my Giant Factor is COVID-19. Danny, who is your Giant Factor? All right, so since it seems like we could do fun giant factors, my giant factor this week is O'Reilly Dixon, the punter. Had a really good game. <laughs> had a really Maybe good game. Maybe his best game in the last <laughs> month. <laughs> he had a booming punt on Sunday. I'll give him credit for that. But then he had a horrible punt. Riley Dixon's been bad. He's had horrible punts. He can't down anyone within the 20 or even the 10. They just all go for touchbacks these days. Riley Dixon, when you're called upon, can you actually like contribute and do your job and like put the Giants at least a halfway decent position? Because you're going to be punting a lot on Sunday because I don't believe in the Giants office can do anything. You've been ranked, you know what, your PFF grades? I'm looking at a punter's PFF grades. He had a 65 last week for that one punt. But right, They give grades for punters? They give grades for punters. We get, we got stats <laughs> on stats on stats. I'm I never do that. But, yeah, Riley Dixon, when you're called upon, at least set the Giants' defense up in a, in a winning when, – when, when Joe Judge tries to win the field position battle, Riley Dixon. to be aggressive with our defense. Yeah. When, when, you, when Joe Judge tries to win the field position battle, can you actually make him look good in his decision? So, Riley Dixon, just punt the ball, baby. Which Justin. that's the one thing that Joe Judge says to the press that actually pisses me off is that we're being we're being aggressive with our defense. Like that doesn't make any sense. No, being aggressive with your defense would be trusting them that if you don't get the fourth down, that they can get a stop. Stop saying oh, you're being aggressive. Been saying that for two years. Um, <laughs> like that's that's not what being aggressive. That's the only that's the only thing that he says in the in the media that pisses me off when he says he's like, "What's your definition of aggressiveness?" Is is you know it's. I look at it being aggressive with our defense. That's the only thing that gets on my nerves. Like, shut up, Joe. Dude. That doesn't make any sense. Bobby, that's a great point. Nobody's ever said that before on this show. Um, can I be? I want to be real with my giant factor. Now, I have a, I have a player, but DraftKings is my giant factor. No, 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 no. Do a real, do a real one. <laughs> I mean, well, my personal one is DraftKings because I don't have to sit in the cold. But my real one is Julian Love. Um, you know, this is a dude that has been called throughout his entire career. And you could say that he's, I don't want to say disrespected, but 
you know, he hasn't been a full-time starter, but yet anything that he's uh, called to do, he does, whether it is special teams. And he is a he is like the perfect football player of like what the Giants should be and what they should want to be about is this is a football player who con- who gives contributions on the defensive side of the ball. And then, oh boy, he makes plays on special teams and he's not just a special teamer. Those are the types of players that we should be going for. Um, so Julian Love, while guys are out and while guys are hurt, you know, continue to step in and maybe do things that you're not fully comfortable with, but you know, go out there, be a giant factor for us. Special teams too, because you do make some good plays there. But guess what? You're not just a full-time special teamer, and good for you. You shouldn't be. Be a good football player. Um, Julian Love, how about that? All right, <clears throat> football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. Don't get that with the New York Giants, but you would love it if you could get it, right? But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. So that's this is this is the type of you know dra- draft betting company you need with the Giants because all you need is one point. We can get one point. New customers who bet just one dollar any team to score uh, can win one dollar one hundred dollars in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. You know, Danny's been the best better. He should be in the the, the suite. I'm the resident shop over here. Like, th- like, like, that should be given to the winner of of uh, spread picks. Not well, last place. There it is. That's, that's next year's prize. That's, that's what I was just about to say. Now we know. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet $1 to any team to score and win $100 in free bets. Because I want to go to a Magic game with DraftKings. If they score, you score with promo code JOHNBOY this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. An official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In fact... Get DraftKings. Hook me up. I want to go to an Orlando Magic game and sit in a freaking like a nice box. Like you're you're listening right now. Hook it up. I know you can do it. It's freaking easy for you guys. You guys make a lot of money, and you make a lot of money for us. We appreciate you. But I want to go. I want to get. I want to get hooked up at an Orlando Magic game. Do you want to hook? Do you want to hook up at an Orlando Orlando Magic game? I do. DraftKings provide. (laughs) All right. um, Spread picks. Uh, I only put I literally only put six games in last week because I literally became so tired putting together the rundown. Like I was like I didn't have that energy. Like I was like str- like struggling typing it out on my computer, <laughs> and I was like I was like I'm not looking for two more games. I'm just sending it in with six. Um, so J- Justin and Danny both went four and two. The listeners went three and three. I went two and four. Danny's in first place at sixty one and forty eight. I'm in second at fifty five and fifty four. Me and Danny should be the ones with the press box. Mm-hmm. And the listeners are 53 and 56. They'll be represented by Greg Borgoyne this week. And Justin is 49 and 60 in last place. Thursday Night Football, we got a decent one. We got Chiefs at Chargers plus three. I've been betting against the Chiefs every week, and it hasn't worked out for me. I'm going Chiefs minus three. The listeners are going Chargers plus three. Danny, what are you going? 
Chargers are kind of hurt this week. They're without a few key pieces, if I remember reading that correctly. I'm going to rock with the Chiefs this week uh, at minus three. Justin? Yeah, Chiefs are hot. Playing really good defense, too. Um, going to be fun to see how Spags tries to stop Justin Herbert. Yeah, I'll take Chiefs minus three. All right. We got Raiders at Browns. Browns plus one and a half. Um, COVID ball. The Browns have been killed by COVID. Like all, basically all their good players besides their running backs have COVID. Um, which I, I mean, and, and this is a Saturday game too. Listeners are going Browns. Jeff, Justin, what are you going? I'm going Raiders. I feel like the Browns have been the team that's been most impacted by COVID like throughout the span of like the last two years. Remember Stefanski was out last year too? Um, yeah. Yeah, so give me, give me Raiders here. Daniel. I will be taking the Raiders as well. Like Justice said, COVID is not fun, and it's hurting the Browns, which is very rude of it. COVID's freaking making a comeback right now. Free I'm going Raiders as well. Listeners are going Browns. Here's a weird spread. This is also a Saturday game. Um, this is the time of year where you get the Saturday game. So you got Patriots at Colts. Colts are favored by two and a half. Colts minus two and a half at home. You know what? I'm going Colts. Okay. Patriots winning streak has to end eventually. And I, I think the Colts are going to do it. They're obviously running the ball extremely well with Jonathan Taylor. I just, I just feel, I just feel it because that spread doesn't make sense. I'm going Colts minus two and a half. Uh, Justin, what are you going? I'm going to agree with Bobby. This Come is come on, this son is, of a bitch. This is one of those Vegas knows something that we don't. That's pissing me off. See, like Vegas thinks they know something, but they're not a sharp, and I'm the sharp. Give me the Patriots plus two and a half. What are we doing here? Patriots are kind of fire. Listeners went freaking Colts too. It's pissing. I'm like, all right, I'll, I know this pick will be different than everyone. All right, we got Titans at Steelers plus one. Um, Steelers have been kind of frisky. They've been winning some games and then not winning some games. But I can't believe they almost made a comeback on Thursday Night Football last week. I didn't, I didn't watch that. But, like, they came, like, extremely close to winning that game. Um, But I'm still going Titans minus one. Danny, what are you going? Uh, I'm gonna be going Steelers plus one. I mean, I wonder if Chase Claypool will have any reper- any repercussions because of his actions last week or against Thursday night against the Vikings. Where are Probably you guys not. at with that? Because it it became where some freaking t- you know blue some blue check marks were like, I don't know why everyone has to to kick uh, ch- say all these th- mean things about Chase Claypool. It's like because he freaking deserves it. Guy's no, an yeah. idiot. He deserves it. I I, I didn't like lose sleep over it because how much did that point uh do anything i frankly don't know eric kendricks was a genius for smacking a ball out of a one of the dude's hands but i was like eh, i really not gonna if chase claypool was concentrating on taking care of the football after he caught it then kendricks wouldn't have had the opportunity to slap it out of the hands in the first place no yeah claypool was being an idiot i just i just saw some people being like look this freaking they were mad at like ryan clark like going on like going off on him it's like like this is a disgrace that this is uh the yeah, huge NFL show. It's like shut up. People were mad at Juju Smith Schuster for doing TikToks, but Chase Claypool, while he's like social media, like he vlog, he uh, at least last year, like he vlogged and he st- and stuff like that. Chase Claypool's actually like not a good. I don't think he's a good teammate, and he seems like a scumbag. 
So all Juju Smith-Schuster did was just dance on TikTok. Seems yeah. like a good teammate. While Chase Claypool is actually like a scumbag and he costs his team points and yards. Yeah, Claypool's definitely worse than Juju Smith-Schuster. Well, Claypool's also like when they lost that game, he was like, oh, just watch us beat uh, whoever the Bengals next week and they just yeah. got crapped on. Like, Claypool's definitely worse social media-wise. Schuster was just silly. Yeah. Um, Juju, Juju is just people just don't like TikTok, which I kind of get. I understand. No, but the people so, try to make takes as to like, oh, this impacts the football team. It's like, nope, Chase Claypool probably impacts the locker room a little bit more than Juju Smith-Schuster. All right, what do you got, Justin? For, uh, oh, I didn't give my opinion. Tit- <laughs> uh, Titans minus one. All right. Um, uh, Urban Meyer, Fireball. Texans at Jags minus five. <laughs> I mean, I, this is the easiest one for me. Jags yeah. minus five. The team yeah. got their head coach fired. You got to pick them. Yep. Um, I'm also begging them to run with James Robinson, like actually use him this week because <laughs> I really need him in fantasy. And what I is see, that going to make? Is James Robinson going to play more because Urban Meyer's gone? Sounds like uh, Urban Meyer didn't like him. I have him in fantasy. I have uh, a bye week though. I ugh, screw you. I, he I, I, in the preseason. I, I, I'm prepared for. Uh, Chris Mickle to absolutely murk me in my fantasy football playoffs. That's the only league I made the playoffs in, so I really need James Robinson to actually be utilized. And not, and luckily, Urban Meyer's gone. I kind oh, of also, financially need to win my fantasy football yeah, that, that's this same, year. Yeah, that's <laughs> also, guys, question. What are your thoughts on kicking your kicker to motivate him to do his Can job? I say Josh Lambeau is kind of a puss? <laughs> like, Urban Meyer definitely deserved to be fired. But, but when I saw that, I was like, okay, grow up, Josh Lambeau. Like I don't, I doubt he kicked the crap out of him. I'm sure it was, like, I'm sure it was a love tap. What we do in college? Come on. Can I also say that Urban Meyer possibly has mental issues? Like I don't think he's mentally right. It's possible. I mean, who is mentally right? Yeah, that is true. That is true. What a world. But I didn't like that story. All the other stuff Urban Meyer deserves to go over, but that one to me was like. I don't know. I feel like they made that. That sounded like a lot bigger deal than what that actually was. Like I said, he had to pull out the Ben Mac and do line story. That would have it kept like Josh Lambeau was just being a baby kicker. Uh, no, nah, he just the if he pulled out the line story like Ben McAdoo did, the Jaguars probably would have came together and dominated the rest of the season. Justin, who do you got? Um, Texans plus five. Even though I am a big believer in the fire coach, you can't game. say that. You can't say that. Every time it happens, now you don't pick it. You don't. You're not a big believer. Like we saw it with the we saw we saw with the Raiders. <laughs> they they legit won. Yeah. No, you can't say you're a big believer of that. Listeners also went checks. Maybe the game of the week, which is sad. <laughs> Bengals at Broncos minus two and a half. I'm 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 <clears throat> the Bengals keep on not do getting it done. So I'm going Broncos minus two and a half. Justin, who do you got? Bengals plus two and a half. Danny. Danny. Ba- Bengals plus two and a half. Listeners went Bengals plus two and a half as well. Look at that, and then, Bobby. There you go. <clears throat> Seahawks at Rams minus four and a half. I'm going Seahawks. I'm 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 in on. Yeah, you know what? I kind of want the Giants to get Russell Wilson just because so I don't have to evaluate rookie QBs. Um, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, Look at the talking shy guys agreeing. It's just like I just don't even. Want, I was like I just, I'm actually rooting for it now. Cause like I just don't want to, I just don't want to do the draft QB stuff. I really, I don't. never want to, I never ever want to do it. I just no. keep getting bridge quarterbacks, keep getting veteran <laughs> quarterbacks. Cause I don't want to be wrong. I know I'm going to be wrong about what I say about rookie quarterbacks, and I don't want to be wrong. Um, so I'm going Seahawks plus four now. I'm just gonna keep going against the Rams. 
Danny, who do you got in this one? Hey, Bobby, like I said, 2019, I, I put out that uh, old episode you did by yourself when it was uh, the uh, Russell. We did a actual, just a Russell Wilson episode. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Like look, Russell look Wilson in the wide receiver class or something like that. Look at that. Life comes full circle, baby. Now it's Bobby and Justin talking about Russell Wilson. I'm going to be taking the Rams. Oh, they got COVID-ish. Actually, nah, who, Odell contributes nothing. He's, I'm joking, Whoa. Odell. I love you. I love hey. you, Odell. I'm sorry. Uh, Rams because they're the Rams. Justin? Yeah, Rams minus four and a half. Listeners are agreeing with you guys. I'm going to win. All right. <laughs> Predictions for Giants versus Cowboys. Danny, what do you I'm got? Gonna, I'm going to be ruining for the Giants to win because I'm going to be there on Sunday, and I want it to be somewhat enjoyable, even though I'm expected it to be one of the worst games I've ever been to live, being surrounded by Cowboys fans because Justin's going to be in snobby DraftKings booth up there. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, Giants win. Uh, Freaking... Uh, 12 to 6. Justin. Nice. Um, Giants lose 34-13. Everyone's on freaking COVID. I really think the Giants are going to lose 6 straight to end the season. And I'm going to go Giants 2, Cowboys 0. It's if if not now, then when? You know, um, if they can pull this game out, man, we gotta celebrate it. We really do. We really have to celebrate and enjoy it because I don't know how. I don't know if we're gonna get any victory Mondays for the rest of the year. But Giants two, Cowboys zero. We'll see you on Monday. Not give. I don't know what's gonna happen, but we appreciate you guys. We'll be. Uh, we'll have, have a good weekend. Until then, let's go big blue.